Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. And, of course, I got my two buddies with me. We introduce them every time, like they're not going to be here every week. Uh, we got Alex. How you doing, pal? Of course we're here. How are you doing, John? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to hear it. Good to see your face, your bright, shiny face. Josh, how are you doing, pal? Good, brother. Preseason football is back. It's underway. It's underway. We've got the uh, Patriots-Giants game going right now, and it appears to be a real doozy. play the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I mean, this is why we do them. You know, this is why we do them. I believe you said the same thing about the uh, Jaguars Raiders game yeah. whenever that was on. But I mean, you're right. Why? Why do it? Why do it? Well, guys, uh, we're continuing on with our uh, roundup, if you will, our 2022 fantasy outlook series. John, how many teams have we done so far? Uh, we've done 12, I believe. 12. So probably not going to hit that mark, but um, you know we're busting out. So these there's going to be a couple of super loaded episodes between now and kickoff. Yeah, so prepare yourselves for those. Uh, hey man, we're new, fresh face, we're ready, baby. We got this. But yeah, uh, we're we're rolling on rolling on today with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, before we do that though, Josh, um, are you worried about Tom Brady uh, missing at least a week? Expected uh, to be away from the team through next week. For a personal matter, uh, if you could guess, what what personal matter do you think that is? And also, do you think he's going to retire again? Uh, I don't think he's going to retire again. Um, ever? Ever. He's never going to retire. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can only speculate as to the personal reasons. But... Mm, that's lawyer talk. Talk lawyer to me. <laughs> Except for when it's necessary. Uh, I guess, yeah, Todd Bowles is saying that it's something that they discussed before training camp, so <clears throat> something to keep. What is he going to do without that week of preseason football I mean, training? Dude, camp? he's clearly not going to be prepared for the season. I would expect a subpar week one. He'll I mean, he's only had, two. what, like 38 seasons playing professional football? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had all these things where it's like, imagine at this point in his career, he doesn't. Yeah. Why even do? Why even show or any of those things? Because yeah, like, I mean, they'll they'll fine you if you miss some of them, but like he has more money than God, so like yeah. whatever. Like, what are they going to find Tom Brady for being like? You know, guys. I'm gonna well, they can find him. him. They don't have to though. And yeah, I'll just go. I don't care. Find me, and I'm retiring. And take your money. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, we'd had a taunting call in this game in uh, New England with the with the score and with the score, we got ourselves a. Now, this was a football game, Brian Hoyer. What is this, Super Bowl 42 or 46? It's one of them. It's one it's of those two Super Bowls. Even Bowl more goals. exciting, as Josh said earlier. Where's Flaxco Burris? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess uh, some other stuff going on here. Um, Jameson Williams, uh, some news out from him today. Uh, obviously, it was known when the Lions drafted him, he was coming off that ACL tear, uh, late season ACL tear. So they are now saying he might miss at least week one. Um. You know, obviously... I thought he was definitely missing week one. Uh, I mean, I think it was probably set, but I think now it's it's at least week one. I think it's possible that there might be more, obviously, first-round pick. You kind of want to, you know, protect yeah. your investment. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, Amon Ross St. Brown is still there. And, you know, we haven't done the Lions yet. At this yes, we have. Have we done the Lions? Yeah. 
wow, there's yes. that forgettable. No, um, yeah, we have done the Lions. I mean, they are. Yeah, I, James Williams, obviously a guy that I think we all like going into the season. So obviously, uh, plan accordingly on that, and uh, possible a little ADP drop there for a guy who who will probably play. I would imagine week two, week three, um, potentially. Um, so something to keep an eye on. Any other uh, any other news and updates, Josh? Uh, well, we should wish uh, James White a happy retirement. We should wish uh, James White a happy retirement. I did see that earlier today. I always liked watching him. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. solid back. I mean, the Patriots always get some really good seasons out of those kind of third down backs. Kevin Falk, James White. Uh, he scored the yeah he scored the winning touchdown in that crazy Falcon Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell of a player, James White. But yeah. Um, with that, you know, I don't really have any other pressing matters, uh, I believe. I think that pretty much wraps up our uh, news station at this point. Uh, David Montgomery, actually, before we go, is listed as day-to-day. Probably won't play in the preseason opener, so a little bit of an injury there. Um, and, I mean, pretty much regular stuff. Russell Wilson isn't going to play in preseason. I mean, like, them, you know, news being like, the starting quarterback for a football team won't be appearing in the team's first preseason game. Not that shocking of uh, of stuff. But, uh, yeah, Rashad Penny also not expected to play uh, in the preseason opener. He uh, has a groin injury that he's working on. I always love the groin ones. Ah, my groin. <laughs> my groin. Oh, no, my dick. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, Rashad Penny definitely looking to be the starter in that backfield with Chris Carson's retirement. Um, so definitely something to keep an eye on. But Ken Walker out of Michigan State uh, apparently set to get a, a pretty big workload in that. Yeah, that may be one game. to keep an eye on. Yeah. Uh, as we go into the draft here. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Ken Walker Ken Walker fares. He's um, in Seattle. Yeah, he is in Seattle. He was very fun to watch in college. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't do uh, yeah Chris Carson retirement, that neck injury that kind of just ended it. Uh, always always was a fan of Chris Carson as well. So we'll we'll throw him in there with James White. Uh, smooth sailing over calm seas, boys. Well, we will get into this week's team. Uh, my cat, uh, my cat's favorite team. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, weird team. Weird team. Uh, obviously, uh, the quarterback position is probably the most interesting uh, part right now. I mean, so obviously last year they trade for Sam Darnold. Um, this year they draft Matt Coral, And then after the draft, made the big trade for Baker Mayfield. Um, clearly, and again, obviously... This year's quarterback class obviously wasn't as heralded as as previous and probably the next few. But I mean, you you take Matt Coral, he was out of Old Miss. Um, do you think he has any chance of starting Week One with these two other guys, or do you think this is Baker's job to lose essentially? No, I mean, I think it's going to be a competition between Baker and, and Darnold. But I mean, Baker would be the betting favorite for starting Week One for me. Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, as far as like, I mean, Baker Mayfield obviously has had some ups and some downs uh, statistically. Um, where do you have him rank right now, Josh? Uh, I probably haven't put that much thought into it. Yeah. Because he's so far down the list for me. Um, uh, I'll just say 22 right now. Ooh, we got a fumble Ruski in this game too. 22? I have him, I have him down in the 28th. Spot. I got him ahead of David. I would say the only quarterback we've done so far in the previews that I would put below him would be Goff. Yeah. I think Mayfield is bad. 
I have Mayfield right below Goff. And I don't uh, think he'll play that much. Yeah, I've got Davis Mills at 26, Goff at 27, and uh, Mayfield at 28. Um you have Goff above him. Yeah, I've Goff right above him. Yeah. I mean, at one spot. I mean, and I think it's mainly, you know, Goff is now going into his second year of the team. He's clearly the starter. And, I mean, it seems like Mayfield is going to be the starter of this team. But, honestly, I mean, like, Darnold is still there. But who knows for how long. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, this is going to be kind of a weird team that has some talent. Like, this is not a team that is devoid of talent. I mean, especially, obviously, the running back position, if he can stay healthy. But, but normally, we, we go from quarterback to running back. But kind of want to go into the wide receiver spot because, like, I, I really like DJ Moore. I always have. I think he's a really solid player. It's just more so never really being in a really conducive position to excel. You know, I, right now, I have him as my wide receiver 14. Um and obviously, you know, last year playing with a mix of, I mean, who played? P.J. Walker, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton played a few games. Um, you know, not a lot of, you know, really, you know, top-tier quarterback talent there. But, I mean, 163 targets last season for D.J. Did Moore. Cam Newton officially retire? I don't believe so, no. I, I just don't he's think he's... not on a team. No, right? he's no. not on a team. Um yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think there's really any movement on Cam Newton. And I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess before, it's, do you guys think, I mean, Cam Newton, we think he's he's done? Probably. You know? yeah. Probably. I mean, it's too bad, but. Yeah, I mean, I, there, I imagine there's maybe a market for him at some point in time, you know, if injuries start, you know, racking up. Clearly he has, you know, a lot of years as a starter, but that year in New England was just, yeah, weird, and you know he did have the rushing touchdowns in New England, and then last year, that first game back, kind of you know looked pretty good at least running the ball, and did finish with five rushing touchdowns of the season, but the passing numbers were pretty pretty bad. I mean, you know, winless in five games as a starter, four touchdowns, five interceptions, only six hundred eighty four yards in five games. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. He's probably done. But um, <clears throat> DJ Moore, uh, last season, played every game, 163 targets, which is just bonkers, and 93 catches on that, 1,100 yards. Only four touchdowns, though, um, which does hurt. But then, you know, you got to look at how many touchdown passes were thrown by this team last season. Um it wasn't a lot. Uh, do you guys have any? Do you guys want to take a guess as to between early the, early game uh, between the three quarterbacks who played for the Panthers last season in regular season? How many touchdowns did they combine to throw between the three of them? Sixteen to any receiver. Just or, in uh, total. I'll say I'll say twelve. It was uh, fifteen. Fifteen between three quarterbacks. Uh, and that's against, you know... So they had 15 touchdown passes last year. Yeah. In the 17-game season. Yes. Oh, my God. What'd they finish? I, mean, I know they were bad, but what'd and, they finish? Yeah, to 21 interceptions. Um, or actually, yeah. Well, wait a minute. No. 14 touchdown passes. Whoa. Yeah. What, nine, what, nine for Darnold, four for Newton, and one for P.J. Walker. What was their record last year? Their record last year was uh, five and 12. And they still won yeah. five games. But, I mean, that's, you know, you get, 
they I don't know if they beat Atlanta both times. I feel like because I mean Atlanta was pretty bad. Yeah, they they beat Atlanta once, and because I feel like didn't Atlanta have seven wins somehow? Yeah, I feel like they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this team was weird because remember last season, Darnold started the season kind of a fantasy darling just because he was running for a bunch of touchdowns. Like he had a bunch of rushing touchdowns in the beginning of those first three games, and they they won their first three games, mind you. These were against the Jets, the Saints, uh, and the Texans. So, you know, take that with a, you know, big old grain of salt. But, you know, then immediately came out and, you know, then it was four straight losses, Dallas, Philly, Minnesota, and the Giants, you know. So you started losing to some also pretty subpar teams. But, yeah, this was a 5-12 and 12 team that, you know, finished with – seven straight losses, you know, to finish the season. Mm-hmm. So obviously it wasn't going anywhere good and then it just got a whole lot worse. But yeah, it was actually 14 touchdowns between three quarterbacks to 21 picks. And that's, and that's not like, so they're excited to do a three quarterback system. Yes. Again. Yes. With this time, just replacing Cam Newton with even more Mayfield. volatile people. Yeah. So now it's Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold and PJ Walker again, but with a rookie mixed in there, Matt yeah. Coral as well. If they all make the the roster, <clears throat> yeah, I mean you <clears throat> you've got excuse me, uh, but DJ Moore was kind of a a bright spot. You know, obviously the touchdown numbers weren't there, but as a wide receiver too, or even a flex, this dude was solid. He was a solid player. Uh, Alex is uh, pointing out the Bob's Discount Furniture uh, is that advertisement. What that was? That's what it said underneath. It's a little computer man. Yeah, a little computer man waving at like a little imp. <laughs> He's a little imp. But yeah, I mean DJ Moore right now. I have I have ranked as my uh, wide receiver fourteen. Josh, do you have it? Where do you have him? Higher, lower? I would have him a little lower. I I put him as my wide receiver sixteen. <laughs> I think I just kind of a couple guys like Mike yeah. Williams. Do you have Mike Williams above him? I do. And Cortland Sutton too. I just moved up with yeah. um, Tim Patrick injury, but you know he's a guy I just overlook every yeah. year, and you know he finished the wide receiver. Team at PPR last year, yeah, by my chart. Um, so you know, he's a guy that if he falls, uh, he'd be somebody I'm interested in, yeah. Um, I just think with the quarterback situation there, it's just so hard to tell how that's gonna, yeah, play out. Well, I mean, DJ Moore, like, this is now last year was the third season of over 1100 yards. Obviously, the most receptions he's had in his entire career. That was a career high with 93. But so, I mean, he, the yards are there. The dude is super talented and he can clearly make a big play out of something not very big. But the touchdown numbers have been low. It's two in his uh, first year and then four, four, four. So he's never had more than four touchdowns in the season, which does kind of nerf him a little bit. I still like him more this season than Mike Williams. Um, but again, not by a lot, not by a lot, just based on the fact that this guy is the clear, clear cut number one target on this team. I mean, in, in, uh, I keep, I want to keep saying San Diego in Los Angeles with the chargers, there's Eckler, there's, there's Keenan Allen. Like there's just a lot of other guys there, but I mean, obviously I still think they're both going to have good seasons, but I mean, I, I just really like, I like DJ more a lot. Um, I'm going to key. Yeah, I have him at that 14 spot. I don't really see that changing for me at all. But uh, Robbie Anderson on the other side. Him, uh, it's a pretty, pretty far drop. 
uh, for me as far as rankings are concerned. After him, I've got Robbie Anderson at 66 uh, behind Corey Davis uh, for the Jets, which is Robbie Anderson's previous team. Um, Robbie's a weird one, man, because remember a few years ago when he was just like, he really blew up. Yeah. And had, it wasn't even a few years ago, it was 2020. I mean, not in the fact that he, again, it was a very DJ Moore like season. Yeah. Bunch of catches. He was a guy yeah. on, a, on some really bad teams. That yeah. Was kind of was he on the Jets? Yeah. 2020? No, he was with oh, the Panthers, okay. was his first year. Okay. In yeah. 2020. He was with the Jets from 16 to 19. But I mean, again, with the Jets, and I mean, he played with Sam Darnold with the Jets. And it's another guy who's just, the touchdown numbers are never really there. A big, like a deep threat, obviously, um, 29 years old. But 2020 was his first year over 1,000, only three touchdowns. Last year, he did boost that number to five, but the targets went down, the receptions went down, only 519 yards on the season. I just don't see him as a viable fantasy player, especially since this quarterback situation still hasn't been solved. I don't, did you even have him ranked? Yeah, my rankings probably don't go beyond 50, but I think, <laughs> you know, that's where he finished last year. I think it was wide receiver 50. Yeah. I certainly wouldn't rank him anywhere. Probably close to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're coming off a season with a 1,000 yards from 2020 to 2021, and to have that, that drastic of a crash and burn with your old quarterback from your old team, you know, I think people just expect it, you know, I mean, well, I mean, they have some sort of a rapport with each other, you know, something will happen, and it just didn't, it just didn't work. And so, yeah, I, I don't see him being more than being traded amongst people's benches at this point. I don't really think he's a viable starter. Again, players like this can make some big waves. I mean, he's definitely a guy who can take, you know, take a deep ball and, and give you a lot of points on one catch. But, you know, that's not really what you want for starters. I mean, it's bi-week filling at this point for me at best for, for Robbie Anderson. Any thoughts on old, on old Slobby Robbie, Alex? No, I mean, basically what you guys are saying. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I I like DJ Moore on the team. I think I like I liked Robbie Anderson for many years. It's always an interesting like later couple rounds in the draft. But if you're doing any receiver on this team, it's going to be more, and that's it. Yeah, and you know that's the thing. It's... And that's the I mean, if if Darnold or even Mayfield or the rookie turn up and and way outpace their expectations or whatever, and it's like a good team that's winning games, maybe. Yeah. Maybe you pick them up. But for now, you know, yeah, 14 touchdowns last year in the air. Like, that's, I'm not going with their second wide receiver. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, it's hard enough with Moore, who is obviously super talented. Yeah. Because the list of quarterbacks that they've played with, too, is, I mean, you, you've seen some bad, like, you get Allen Robinson playing with rookie, uh, Justin Fields and Mitch Trubisky and all those quarterbacks in Jacksonville and Terry McLaurin, who I also love and is a very talented quarterback. But I mean, he's playing with, you know, Dwayne Haskins and uh, whoever, Taylor Heineke. The list of quarterbacks that, that DJ Morris played with, Cam Newton, past his prime, done Cam Newton, Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Garrett Gilbert, Will Greer, Hill Greer, Teddy Bridgewater, PJ Walker, and Sam Darnold, and now Baker Mayfield. Which I mean, it sucks to say that Baker Mayfield is the best quarterback on that list now, but mm. he is. I mean, 
old Cam Newton? Who do you think is yeah. better on that list? I, okay. Maybe Taylor Heineke? I mean, they played okay. I was going to say old Cam Newton. I, I, I just, you know, I would like to... I feel bad for the young man, but I just think Baker Mayfield's kind of a a very slow moving bust. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean it's it's yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with the new situation. But I, we'll get into our third wide receiver here, Terrace Marshall, who was a rookie um last year that a lot of people were kind of high on um around the beginning of the season. Uh we drafted, you know, pretty close to the seat. We usually draft pretty close to the beginning of the season. I took a really late round flyer on him. Didn't really do anything. Seventeen catches, one hundred and thirty eight yards. No, uh, never got in the end zone. Um, that's. I think he's kind of in the same boat right now. Right now as uh, as Robbie Anderson. Maybe you know at the back end of your draft. You know, toss a dart here um, at the end. You know, just like you know, you're seeing who's going to be. Pro- and that's the thing. It's hard to see two guys who are projected starters on a team, and just being like. I can't like yeah. there's I just can't do it you know it's, and we've had some teams like that where it's been kind of that way but um I mean it's this offense is just not gonna be that great it's gonna run through one guy and one guy only and yeah I mean you know who we're gonna talk about here in a second but Honestly, uh, Moore is the only wide receiver I think is draftable on this team, and honestly, I think he's warranted a you know third, fourth pick. Um, obviously, the lack of touchdowns hurts, but the only other guy on this team that I think is is draftable is uh, the running back. Uh, Josh, what's his name again? Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Um, Christian McCaffrey, and so. Obviously, he was kind of the consensus top pick the last two years. Last two years haven't gone so well for him. So, in 2019, he had probably the greatest fantasy season of any running back ever. I mean, arguably up there with some of the better ones. He also was on my team that year. (laughs) Um, Only problem is since then, he's only played in 10 games. Since the 2019 season, he's only been in 10 games. Um, and that's with Matt Rule taking over as the coach in 2020, and it's just been kind of all over the place. Um, in the eight games, he wasn't hurt. Um, there's some pretty decent finishes, honestly. Um, that, so these are games that he wasn't forced out of early, um, so it's the, the, the games where he played and didn't get hurt in or couldn't finish. But I mean, we've got running back two, running back five, two, one, three, 15, four, and three. So when he's playing and he's healthy, he's great. And obviously no football players ever average more PPR points per game than McCaffrey. That's 22 and a half points. No NFL players has ever gotten that high. He's, he's the best PPR back and probably the best fantasy back at least for that one year of all time. I mean, Josh, so like right now he's my, he is my running back uh, two. Yeah. Do you have him above or below Derrick Henry? I know we just talked about the Titans, but. I've gone back and forth on that. Right now, I probably have him after Derrick Henry. If I, you know, were myself drafting, I would probably take Derrick Henry before Christian McCaffrey. But it would be, if he hits, it would be so disappointing. To me. But yeah, it's just the injury concern, mm-hmm. the quarterback 
you know, and the offense just not being that great. But you know he's going to get the majority, like, be a workhorse in, in that offense. So, yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll Alex, see. same question. Say, I mean, basically that I know that we've heard this complaint that we always just agree with each other, but that, that same thing, he, you know, uh, if he plays every game, if it's if I can know in advance who's playing, if they're both playing in all 17 games, I'll pick McCaffrey. But if there's just a slightly less chance of that with the last two years, um, you know, the upside is really, really high. If you draft him, yeah. you could win. It, it, like you said, you know, you had him in that 2019 season. Like, he could be a guy you get at the top of the draft who just wins your league. Um, but... So you know what? For the sake of it, I'll say yeah. I'll pick. I'd pick him over Henry. I changed my mind. You would pick him over. Henry. I changed my mind. Uh, see, now we are. There's a couple. There's a disagreement. Debate. <laughs> so here's my my take on it. Um, and we talked about this in the last episode with Derrick Henry. I'm not a person who shies away from those injury concerns. Right now, he's. I think he should be the second player off off the board. For any league, I don't think, and again, Derrick Henry's right there. Three, one, two, three. Taylor McCaffrey, uh, Henry. I mean, because you're looking. So I mean, they they got Donta Foreman, who again we just talked about from last uh, last episode from the Titans, and Chuba Hubbard is still there. You know, he's coming in his second season. Didn't play all that well in in his stead, but he wasn't really. You know, they didn't draft Chuba Hubbard to start half the season. You know, they drafted him to be a. a secondary back to spell McCaffrey. Um the thing is the the usage, if they if they're able to dial back, like tone down that the amount of the amount of carries, I think that'll help Christian McCaffrey a lot to stay on the field. And if he's on the field, it's the targets, man. It is the targets. Because the stat is a target is worth almost three carries. That's that's kind of the turnaround for that. And the last season when he played the entire season, that was over 100 catches and over 1,000 yards just, re- just receiving, not to count the 1,500 or whatever so yards he had on the ground and all those other touchdowns. If he plays the whole season, and this is like, and this it may be not even a hot take, if he plays the whole season, I he will be the number one fantasy player. He will finish the season as the top scoring fantasy player, and I don't think there's any denying that. He is a workhorse back. He's on the field a lot. Again, that's, you know, not exactly been conducive for the injuries the last couple of years, but it does help him if he is able to stay healthy. And I love Derrick Henry too, but, and we've talked about Derrick Henry's lack of usage in the passing game, not really hurting him. But I mean, you're getting 2,000 yards just, you know, easy for McCaffrey as he's playing. And I, I don't think the opportunities won't be there. And again, we're talking about Christian McCaffrey right now as if he's going to play the whole season. That's, that's I mean, yeah. everyone in the world can say like, well, you know, the injury might be there. But we have to talk about him as if he's going to play the whole season. And I think he should be the second player yeah. off the board. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You're copying me. Yeah. yeah. I'm absolutely copying you, Alex. Yeah. And you can burn in hell, Josh. No, I'm absolutely kidding. But... um I think that having down to Foreman be there is kind of a change up back, different kind of back to help out with those, you know, small, you know, short range, uh, short yardage situations, I think could be huge. Um, right now, I have uh, Donta Foreman as my running back 47. 
I don't think he's fantasy viable, again, unless McCaffrey gets hurt. Um, Chubba Hubbard, he's off in the stratosphere for me. Do you have a ranking for Foreman, Josh, or is he off your board as no, well? No, I, I think that's probably right. Probably not somebody I'm super like targeting, but he's a great handcuff if you're picking up McCaffrey. Yeah, who would you rather handcuff, Hubbard or Foreman? I would handcuff Foreman. I think that's, and again, a lot of things. Everyone's still as number two. Yeah, he is. But I, I think Foreman will will be the back to roster behind McCaffrey. Yeah, I agree. When it comes down to it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a bigger back. He's a bigger, more physical back to complement McCaffrey and Hubbard, who are more, you know, Hubbard's six foot flat, 208, and Foreman isn't much you know, he's still a six foot, but you know, 235 pounds, you know, he's got, he's got the ways he's a, he's just kind of a different runner. And I, I think that's a better compliment for McCaffrey's style. Yeah, Obviously he stepped in when Henry was out. I mean, he looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have him above Hubbard. Um, in that depth yeah. chart, despite what, whatever it actually says. Yeah. And again, I, a late round flyer on him if you want to handcuff. Because if McCaffrey gets hurt, that's kind of the, the issue with these two other backs. If McCaffrey gets hurt, they're not going to necessarily get the same treatment. Yeah, it'll be in a vastly different... I mean, having a wide receiver essentially in the backfield with McCaffrey changes the entire game plan. Like, obviously... Um, Foreman isn't that same back. So if you do get him and McCaffrey does go down, you're not exactly, yeah, you're not going to be like, oh, well, obviously Donta Foreman is now going to finish the season with 200 targets and 100 catches mm-hmm. on top of, you know, however many rushing yards. But, I, you know, you get to round 15, 16, and you already have a kicker and a defense, I, I, would, I would pick him up. I think he could be a fine a fine compliment. And if he does come in, I think that he could be, could be great. But, again, Back to Josh's thing, like I understand you having Derrick Henry ranked above him, I'd, like it makes sense. But for me, the possibility, like best best scenario upside, McCaffrey has that. Like he absolutely has that. I, I, I'll explain that a little bit more, and I don't think my ranking Henry above McCaffrey is even so much predicated on a concern for injury. But to your point, if they are looking to take a little bit of the workload off of McCaffrey, even 10%. Um, you know, I think you have to factor that in um, to how you to how you view him. So if they're looking to put in Foreman on some goal line situations and keep uh, McCaffrey a little fresher, yeah. um, you know, those few touchdowns are ultimately going to make the difference between who's finishing you know, two or three. But, yeah, if he stays healthy, I, I could fully foresee a situation in being number one at the end of the season. Yeah. Well, we will move on to our last position here, um, the tight end spot. Now, before we, before we do this... Do can, we really have to? Yeah. <laughs> can either of you guys tell me who the starting tight end I just looked at it on my phone not 30 seconds ago, and I don't remember. Tommy, Tommy Trimble. Uh, Only he, because I have it in front of me. Is he listed as the number one on the depth chart? He is on I ESPN. Mean, him so. and Ian Thomas are like essentially yeah. interchangeable. Ian Tommy and, Trimble. Yeah. Um, they're not... Uh, Let's see how long it takes me to forget both of those names. I'm guessing 45 seconds. When we do trivia at the end, I'll ask yeah. you. And you have to get both of them right. 
Um, but yeah, we've got Ian Thomas, we've got Tommy Tremble. Uh, I don't have them ranked. Um, Fantasy Pros, I believe, has them both in the low, like the high, or rather low 40s, maybe even like right next to each other, <laughs> like 41, 42 or something like that. Now we got Tommy Tremble here at 41 and Ian Thomas down at 57. It's pretty safe to say that they won't really be much of a factor. Yeah, and that's what's interesting. So we've talked about a few teams now that just don't really use the tight end position all that much. And this team uh, is no different. The Bengals, I believe, were the last team that we talked about who just don't really use that position. The Bengals were a 15% target share to tight ends. Uh, as opposed to 66% uh, to wide receivers and 19% to backs. The Panthers are even more so uh, totally in the opposite direction. So, And this is 2021, uh, obviously, so we're taking um, some of these running back targets probably out of context without having McCaffrey for a full season. But the Panthers uh, targeted wide receivers uh, 62% of the time, running backs 24 which is uh, on the higher end. Actually, it might be, yeah, it's tied with the with Washington for the highest. And then tight ends uh, is actually the lowest target share at 13%. So they don't really like to target tight ends. and Well, but now they got Tommy Tremble. Yeah, you got Tommy Tremble. I mean, I'm Tommy sure. Tremble was there before. Tommy Tremble has played kind of like a fullback-ish role, too. But you're coming with the Browns, and you're getting Baker Mayfield, who last year the Browns did target tight ends 29% of the time, which was around third, fourth highest in the league. So, you know, maybe that changes. And, and again, I, we talked about the quarterbacks. Who will start? I'm, I'm 99% sure that Baker Mayfield will be the starter by the time the season rolls around. So that could change things. I don't think that either of these guys is um, going to be that great. I mean, they rotated them in pretty much, so it kind of made them both equally uh, worthless uh-huh. as far as fantasy uh, assets are concerned. Um, and this was the league's 32nd ranked offense last season. So, <laughs> I mean, Josh, know. trivia question. How many teams are in the National Football League? 32. And Correct. yeah, that was in total targets to tight ends. So they were the absolute. Forgot about the two secrets. Yeah, teams. you can only go or you can only go up from here. Um, and again, because again, they were the lowest team at the position for target share. So I mean, again, you can only go up from here. But uh, yeah, Panthers tight ends ranked thirty first in total targets in twenty twenty as well. So they went from thirty first to thirty second. You can't you can't fall any further than thirty second. So. Yeah. But um, Thomas signed a three-year deal, like $16 million extension. Um, don't. Don't draft, e- don't draft either of these guys. Unless you're in, like, some weird, like, 50-team league. Yeah, where you only get a quarterback. We have one quarterback, home. five tight ends, and it's touchdowns <laughs> only. We love to see those touchdowns, baby. But, yeah, yeah, stay away from both of these tight ends. There's, there's far better players. Uh, on that list, and again, yeah, there's guys, and I believe we talked about some of them yesterday, because the, the team we talked about last was the Titans, who, again, aren't a team that really like to utilize the tight end. Man, that's been kind of a thing for our, our episodes lately. There's just been no tight Yeah, 21% target share for the Titans last season. So, not a lot there to love. Um, 
And again, where these guys are, you know, Tommy Tremble being ranked, uh, and again, this is by Fantasy Pros, uh, Tommy Tremble being ranked 41. I mean, you can get Moelle Cox, who's ranked in the 30 tight end. I mean, just guys who you don't even really want, but at least who you know can maybe do something. We'll get some sort of looks. C.J. Ozoma and, and with the Jets, uh, uh, Evan Ingram in Jacksonville, Tyler Higby. So there's definitely some guys here in like the late 20s who will definitely be viable. Again, don't draft either of these tight ends. Um, so what we're going to do now, guys is we're going to have a little fun, and I hope you remembered some of these names, Alex, because they're coming at you, and they're going to come at you hot. But we're going to start with Josh. Okay. All right, Josh? <clears throat> Josh, in the year 2007, the year of our Lord 2007, uh, the Panthers had a guy playing for them by the name of Jake Del Lome, or as uh, Terry Bradshaw once called him, Jake Del Homey. I don't know if you guys remember this guy. He was the starter in that Super Bowl against the... French uh, for Yeah. He was the starter in that Super Bowl against the, uh, uh, the New England Patriots. Patriots, Patriots second one. <clears throat> but in week five, he was hurt. He was hurt. Mm -hmm. Josh, what 40-plus-year-old quarterback did the Panthers sign in 2007 to fill in for Jake DeLome? I know it. If he doesn't get it right, right I guess. Uh, we'll let him either get it right or wrong. Uh, 40 plus year, uh, was it? He was an old boy at this time. He also won this game that he started in week five, 25 to 10 against the Cardinals. Uh, also, Drew Bledsoe. It's not Drew Bledsoe, Alex. Do you have a guess? I have a, I have a question. Has he, did he, in his career, at once start a Super Bowl? Mm, no. Fuck. Right, I was going to say Kerry Collins. No, it was uh, Vinny Testaverde. Oh! Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, Kerry Collins was still a starter for the Vinny. Titans. Yeah, my cousin Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, old, old man. He just had a I Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Creepy Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Really, yeah. So he was only 40 in 2007? Yeah. Well, 40 plus. It oh, okay. his exact age. All right, Joshy boy. You'll miss out on Kerry Collins start the Giants Super Bowl? Uh, yes. Like against the Ravens. Ravens yeah. Yes. In 2000? Was that 2000? Yeah. yeah. Yes. But Kerry Collins played as a starter for... I mean, because he was a with the, the Titans. He started for the right. Titans and actually got them to the playoffs. I mean, it didn't, like, light the world on fire. Okay, now we're getting off track. All right, Alex. We've probably done this one before, but this is a classic Panthers question. Let's Alex, do it. What year did the Carolina Panthers join the NFL as an expansion team? Was it 94, 95, 96, or 97? 94? 1995. Fuck. 1995. All right, I Josh. That. Josh, this is another toughie. This is this one. I'm making these tough. Josh, how many regular season games did the Panthers lose before getting their first win in franchise history? Was it four, five, seven, or ten? I'll say. I'll say seven. 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 That was wrong, too. It was five games. Took them five games. Dom Capers was the head coach of that, that squad. I believe Dom Capers was the first coach for the Texans when they were an expansion team. Also, he just loves those new, fresh unis. Loves them. Loves them. All right. We got to get a winner here at some point. <laughs> this one's way too easy. Fitting to the Panthers. We're not getting anything right. 
All right, well, we'll we'll go to Alex next on this one. Alex, which of these teams were the first to lose a regular season game against the Panthers? So after those five losses, who was the team that they finally beat? Was it the New York Jets, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or the New Orleans Saints? The Bucks. It was the New York Jets. Man. I don't remember who their first win in 1995 was. Sorry. Okay. All right, Josh. Who was the other expansion team to enter the NFL the same year as the Panthers? Oh, come on. Uh, If you get this wrong, so help me God. Texans. It's the Jaguars. It was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Alex, what are the names of the Carolina Panthers' two tight ends uh, on their roster in the 2020 Tommy Tremble and Ian Tommy Tremble. Alex takes it. Alex takes the day. Ian Tommy Tremble. These ones were really hard. I knew they were going to be really, really hard. And did you know that their rivalry with the Falcons was was called the Battle of I-85? Josh, who was the... Oh, those two expansion teams. Who was the first one to make a conference championship? Uh... I know this one. I'll say the Panthers. Trick question. They it made it the both. same year. Same time. 96, their second year. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, enjoy drafting your Panthers. Uh, please only draft Just the, the two of them. Or maybe, maybe DJ one. Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Um, guys, thank you so much for being here. Josh, Alex, love, you. love to have you on. Love to, love thank to, you, John. Thank, thank you, Josh. We're all a big family here. Um, you can follow us at Twitter, at the FFCast. Um... Big shout out to uh, Gunter Volker from Jack Hotel for our incredible theme song. Uh, you can find them Apple Music, Spotify, all the places you like to find your music. And as always, keep fantasying. Bye, everybody. Bye. The Final Fantasy.